Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the guy who picked Tennessee to beat Alabama on the Vol Report, brought to you by Viles Automotive Group and Big Orange Phillies. After decades in the business, John, does this validate your entire career? Uh, Yeah, and everything that happens after this. (laughs) I'm good after this. I don't really have to do anything else, so... I probably won't be doing a full podcast with you today. I'll probably break it off after about three minutes. You could just say uh, he picked John Adams. He picked Alabama to beat, I mean, Tennessee to beat Alabama again. I can't even say it more than once. It just didn't seem possible, but it did happen. It, it did. It was pretty phenomenal. So here's what we're going to get into today is Tennessee, a legit college football playoff contender. and Also get John's thoughts on the, Heisman Trophy, as he and I have a vote, and it's brought to you by Biles Automotive Group. Please like, subscribe, and share. And Biles Automotive Group right there on Callahan. It's all about integrity. They want, they need, and they appreciate your business. And Biles Automotive Group just has a great selection and great service department as well. John, this Tennessee team, is it a true college football playoff contender? I think Ohio State's a level up on everybody else and they may prove to be an elite team other than that i don't know that there's an elite team that that should necessarily scare tennessee i agree dave i mean you look at ohio state based on its body of work it hasn't played anybody really good its best win is over notre dame which now is a three and three team and even lost to stanford so i think the image we have of Ohio State is based on consecutive years in which it's been a playoff contender. We know it has a lot of talent. Um, a lot of players returned from last year's team that was really good, has a great quarterback. I think Ohio State, if I look at teams 
that could beat Tennessee. Ohio State is one I would say, yeah, Ohio State could beat Tennessee. I think you've got to have a lot of offense to be able to beat Tennessee. And I think it, as far as Tennessee goes, it's very much a, a, a national championship contender. There's nothing flukish about this. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it beat Alabama by three points. And that was despite an incredible game by Bryce Young of Alabama, who didn't have nearly enough help. If I if Tennessee and Alabama would meet again in a rematch, I think Tennessee would win by a bigger margin. So I think Tennessee has certainly established its credentials as a championship contender. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And they controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Um, and I thought that even at halftime, I thought that, you know, Tennessee – Again, it just sounds so bizarre to say this. Could have pulled away and and won that game by a couple of touchdowns. And if not for the fumble on the exchange between Hendon Hooker and Jabari Small, they might. Also was very impressed by the moxie that they showed after that fumble. There there are countless Tennessee teams over the past uh, decade or so that would have, and even before, that would have folded against a Nick Saban-led team. They did not. Yeah, that's a really good point, Dave. And and I think – and fans are having a hard time with this too because they have a long history of failures in that situation. My guess is 80 90% of Tennessee fans, when they saw that scoop and score, game over. Alabama's extended the winning strike. Even though they love this team, they've they've got a historical reference here. And I, I just think that's how they would view it. But I, I really think it's now Tennessee fans look at this team completely different than all of its predecessors. This is a big-time team that has has enough talent, a great coach, really good quarterback, and a mindset that it can beat anybody. And it's overcome adversity now. And you saw it do that against Pittsburgh. It lost all the momentum against Florida and still hung on and won. And then against Alabama with that turn of events in the fourth quarter. So this team is nothing like previous Tennessee teams. You're right. No, it's – and that confidence, I don't know what you what you attribute that to other than Josh Heupel. Because, you know, I, I talked to the players, uh, Cooper Mays and Jacob Warren, as I mentioned on our YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and share. And we visit with John Adams and – visit with Josh Ward and John I am just um, blown away by the self-confidence that this team has I mean it is um, something I thought was probably a little out of whack and maybe even cocky early in the year but (laughs) it's it's turned out where it's been well grounded and with a strong foundation yeah you you mentioned that to me in conversation last week I I think it's uh I think you have to give Josh credit, uh, Heupel a lot of credit for this. Um, it's the way he goes about his business. He doesn't make a big deal out of setbacks. The way when things don't go right, when he has a three and out, and much is made about it. We kind of stereotype this offense, up-tempo, uh, just got to go, you know, get that momentum going. What happens when you have a three and out? And then they say, okay, that puts more pressure on the defense. It, it's kind of a real uh, a negative uh, tone after a mishap. But that's not the way Josh Heupel reacts. He reacts 
okay, we didn't, we went three and out. <laughs> we'll just big deal. We'll get them next time. Wait till the next series. We'll be a lot better. And so that permeates throughout the roster, I think, that attitude. Um, I, I just think the players feel like this is going to work. And it goes back, uh, we make a lot of Steve Spurrier comparisons when he was at Florida because I think it's very valid, a great offensive mind. And what his players, his players played off his confidence, very confident guy, very confident coach. They believed that would work. And this team believes what Josh Heupel's doing will work. Now, you can't just go out there and that happens. You've got to prove it on the field. And he's done this. And so now the whole team believes they believe they're going to win every game, I think. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty phenomenal what what we have seen. And we have also seen Hendon Hooker go from a long shot to win the Heisman Trophy to now second, if you go by the bookmakers. And actually a realistic shot of about four to one is what I'm seeing. Now, even odds are still with C.J. Stroud of Ohio State. But before we get to your thoughts on Hendon Hooker's ability to win the Heisman, because you have history, I want to remind everybody to get to Big Orange Phillies on Maynardville Pike. Big Orange Phillies is a great place in North Knoxville, be it uh, whether you're Halls or Powell or wherever you might be or the Maynardville area, you can get to Big Orange Phillies and have a great time. It is family friendly and it is absolutely phenomenal. The food, it will just blow you away. John, Talk about the mindset of Heisman voters, because you've done it a lot longer than I have. But Heisman voters, to, to me, there have been times where they sent votes in a month early, which seemed bizarre. There have been preconceived notions in the preseason. Is that still an issue? And how much could those things help or hurt Hendon Hooker's chances? I think it's still an issue. I mean, we're not dealing with a set of guidelines. Well, maybe there are guidelines, but I, I don't remember reading any. It's not like voting in the <laughs> AP poll. I mean, they do give you some guidelines there, but guys don't necessarily follow them. I think one of the problems is uh, ego uh, of voters. I mean, you like a guy in preseason. He's your guy. You think he'll win the Heisman. That's fine, but you got to be open-minded you got to go from week to week and who's playing the best, who's done the most. And I'm not sure everybody does that, but I think that's really important. I think that everybody looks for a Heisman game and a Heisman moment. All these guys in contention are going to have good stats. Bryce Young, even in defeat last week, had some Heisman-like plays. He played well under duress. To me, that really sticks out. But I think, and not to discredit Bryce Young, but I just think because he won last year, I don't know, it's like some guys hold that against Why has nobody, I thought, I've had a number of guys that I voted for that didn't win it after they'd already won it once. Uh, I think I did that with Lamar Jackson. I did that with Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow led his team to a national championship. After he'd already won it in 07. And didn't win it. And didn't win it. Now, how many times does that happen? He won the biggest games. I think there's like a, um, you know, it's almost like they're punishing the guys. They want to do 
uh, something new. Peyton Manning never won the Heisman, but I think he was almost he was almost uh, blamed for being too good for too long. He was almost uh, discredited for that. I mean, they wanted a new story. I mean, Peyton became a story as a sophomore. He was a big deal. And he played as a junior, same thing. Then he came back looking for somebody new, and they decided on a Michigan cornerback, which hadn't happened before. So uh, all those things factor into it. I, I just think the main thing is wait till at least wait till after the last games are played. Amen. Um, be open-minded. So I, I really think in, in the fairest of all worlds, you would wait until after the bowl games that this would be a January award. You would wait till a week after the national championship game. Then you decide who the Heisman trophy winner should be. I couldn't agree more. I don't know that that's going to change. I guess the thinking is from the publicity side of the award, or is it just tradition? Why do they have it just after the regular season and not after a national championship game or playoff? Because there's probably no football that weekend, except maybe Army Navy. It's um, and it's become a TV event. Uh, I, I, that's the only good answer I have. What other awards do? I mean, there there may be other awards that that do this. I, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. What awards are given before the last game is played? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't think of any. Well, I, I mean, because we see it all the time. I mean, we'll go back to the the Tebow season. We won in 07 and 08. They win the national title. Sam Bradford, I think, was a Heisman Trophy winner, playing for Oklahoma head to head against Florida and Tim Tebow. And Florida wins, and Tim Tebow leads a clutch drive and makes a clutch fourth down conversion I, I mean he would have he would have had to win it surely after that game but nope we already decided that we don't we don't need to wait around for some silly championship game to see who the best player is well and you talk about Heisman moments how can you have a bigger Heisman moment than in the last two minutes of a national championship game I know Think of some of those uh, Alabama Clemson championship games that uh, one that that one that went out to the wire. I mean, there are games like that. Uh, yeah, that changes everything. But no, we've already we got that taken care of in a dead week, so we don't need to yeah. fool around with that. Yeah, who and and really the th- the funny thing about the Heisman is it's not a television event anymore. Not in this day and age of digital media i I don't go out of my way to watch it because i actually got a tweet on my phone before i knew before i saw the kick go through when tennessee beat alabama i got a tweet on my phone about it before i actually saw the kick go through and i told you know my family's gathered around watching the game i said they're gonna make it and win and i got up and walked (laughs) off and they thought i was insane (laughs) I mean, it's not even a TV event anymore. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not like, boy, I can't wait to watch on television when they hand somebody the trophy. Man, that's big time. I can't miss that. 
what what would it mean for uh, Tennessee to even come close to some of the goals that we're talking about? Let's say at a baseline that Hendon Hooker is invited to New York, whether or not he wins it. Let's say that Tennessee is fifth in the college football playoff selection. What would it mean to the growth of this conversation, of this of this program, just to be in those conversations, John, in year number two? Well, I think it mean, would mean a lot, but I also think Tennessee fans have already moved past that to something bigger. Yes, I, I mean I think fans once the season's over and a month after the season it would mean a lot to Tennessee fans to have been in that conversation, to have been in national contention. But during the the season, when all this is unfolding, Tennessee fans now believe they can make the college football playoff as well as they should. So if you don't make it, it's going to be – the disappointment will be significant initially. It's kind of like Tennessee's baseball team that was the best team all season long, the best team in the country, then loses in the regionals, super regionals rather, so it doesn't even make the College World Series. There's tremendous disappointment. But a few months later, people look back at that in terms of the program and think, well, that was one of the best teams in college baseball history. That becomes a part of your program. And that's something you sell later on. And that's something that fans uh, can relate to. But initially, Tennessee fans now, after that Alabama game, Tennessee fans are all in. And a lot of them are just thinking playoff. They're thinking winning the playoff. No, I I agree, uh, John. And um, this feels way different than 98 to me. Um, it felt like each week you're waiting for the other shoe to drop in 98, that they're going to slip up and, and lose. And Arkansas was almost that game. <laughs> this feels like that, that Tennessee has the gumption, the fortitude. And I can't believe I'm saying this, the talent to actually not only make the college football playoff, but compete and perhaps win the whole darn thing. And, there was a totally different feel for those that were around Tennessee's program in 98. It didn't feel like that at all. I'm sure Tennessee fans are hoping there's a Clint Sterner in Tennessee's immediate future, who is forever a part of Tennessee lore because he lost his balance, fell and decided it was a good idea to use the football as a prop to brace his fall. Things didn't work out well after that. But, uh, yeah, I I agree with you. That team had so many close calls. I I mean, there were several times, even people forget about this, but even the SEC championship game against Mississippi State, it was trailing there, I think, early in the fourth quarter. I I mean, it was was in a battle with Mississippi State just to win the SEC. So I, I think this team, I think people look at this team now and say, well, Who's going to beat it? Who's going to stop? I think it's because of the offense. Who's going to stop that offense? All of a sudden now, Alabama's defense is considered damaged goods. But going into that game, it was given up 
12 point something points a game. And Tennessee scored 52 on it. So if Alabama can't hold it under 50, who's going to hold it under 40? Fair point. Vols Automotive Group is always fair when it comes to their transactions, when it comes to a great selection of cars. There's no other place to go than Vols Automotive Group. And don't forget that they also have a great service department. And then enjoy some ball over the weekend, Big Orange Phillies. Big Orange Phillies is just fantastic. They are family-friendly, and th- whether it's uh, Thursday night football whether it's college football, Sunday afternoon with the NFL, or you want to go Monday night football, Big Orange Philly is the place to go. They have uh, billiards as well. They have darts. They've got it all. And great, great food right there in North Knoxville. It is Big Orange Phillies. For John Adams, I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report brought to you by Vols Automotive Group and Big Orange Phillies, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.